0: Welcome to the first episode of our new Center for Generosity podcast. I'm Mitzi Schaefer, a consultant with GSB Fundraising, and your host for this episode, and quite frankly, for most episodes. I am here today with my friend and colleague, Mike Ward, who is a partner with GSB Fundraising. Hi, Mike. Welcome.
1: Hey, Mitzi. It's great to be with you. It's great to be doing a podcast with you again. This is going to be fun.
0: I know. I'm so excited. So um, I want to use a little bit of time today on this first podcast episode to give our listeners a taste of what we plan to offer on the Center for Generosity podcast.
1: So our primary goal is to equip generosity leaders, and we plan to do this by tackling a single topic each episode relating to growing generosity in nonprofits and answering the three most critical questions for success around that topic.
0: Yeah. So Mike, you and I have been working together for a lot of years, helping organizations increase engagement and financial support for their missions. And it is exciting and honestly fun work. But when you told me about your vision for the Center of Generosity, which is going to be launching on September 1st, I was immediately hooked and absolutely ready to help. So how about you tell our listeners, what your vision is for the Center for Generosity and then how this podcast is a part of that.
1: So the Center for Generosity came about as as we wanted to be able to reach more people with guidance, best practices, accountability, even when they're not in the place to be in a long-term contract with us. And so with digital communication tools, uh, we're able to offer that through a virtual platform where we can have a document library full of resources, video resources, but it's also going to be live interaction as well with roundtable discussions. We'll have weekly office hours available that people can just drop in and talk about what they need to talk about. Um, there'll be some special programs that launch out of the center, and it just, it will be, a, I hope it becomes the first place nonprofit leaders look for to find the answers to the questions that are perplexing them around fundraising and board development and communication strategy and all the things that are in place to make their their generosity story grow as an organization.
0: Yeah. One of the reasons I was super excited about that is because I know starting out for the first time, having no idea what I was doing, you know, you start Googling and you're like, where do I go? Where do I go for this thing? And I just thought, man, it would have been so great to have this bank of resources to pull from uh, as somebody starting out in the nonprofit development world. So I, I'm i super pumped about the quality of resources, the quality of our consultants, and, and just how much it's going to offer folks uh, on a daily basis in their work.
1: And we know that nonprofit leadership can be kind of lonely, and it's kind of nice to have somebody to bounce an idea off somebody that has been out there before, uh, working with people across the country. Um, and so it can bring you a perspective outside of your own situation. And so I'm, I'm super excited about it. I've been working on this for, I think, six months now or so. And, and we're, we're about to launch and, and it's just getting fun to see it finally come to fruition.
0: That's so great. So the podcast is going to be an exciting new component of the center. And our plan is to tackle high level topics through a series approach. So, for example, our first series on the podcast is going to be about donor first. Which
1: is great. And it's language that you love to use, Mitzi. So why don't you tell the listeners what you mean when you say donor first?
0: Yeah, so like all good things, development—the way you tell, the way you tell, um, tell it—is through a story, right? And so, donor first language for me comes from my time on staff, just starting out in my very first nonprofit as a summer camp counselor. When we talked about what it means to be camper first, to make deposits into the lives of our campers, so that when we needed a behavior or participation in activity, a withdrawal, we would be able to get that. So we treat campers like debit cards, not credit cards. Now, during the podcast, we'll go into all sorts of elements of that, but that is a kind of a mentality I have carried through my whole career um, to be donor first, client first, staff first, all those things. And when I transitioned to being donor first, it opened the doors. Um, for me to be able to balance what it means to make deposits into the lives of our donors and then withdrawals through communication and storytelling we're making deposits so that when we do need that support it's there and available to us that's what it means to me
1: that's fantastic so this first series on donor first we've we've lined up a, a great lineup of, of talent I the the consultants we have in GSB right now—it's—it's it's the best lineup I've seen, and and I'm super excited to get to work with with all of you. Um, and so you'll get introduced to them over the series over the next couple of weeks, uh, where they can bring their specialty into focus uh, and give you some in, some insights into what they're seeing in the field right now.
0: Perfect. So, um, so let's tell everybody what's coming up. So first off, our um, our first episode in our donor first series is going to be August the 24th. That's when it's going to drop. And we're going to talk about relationships. Tell us about our consultant for that.
1: So you'll get to meet Janan who uh, used to work at the university of South Dakota. He's now with a major uh, medical uh, related uh, organization. Um, Janan understands relationships very well. uh, And I'm just going to leave the teaser. He secured an eight-figure gift by Zoom last year, Man. and take think I'll <laughs> awesome. let that sink in. How many figures an eight-figure gift might be, but it was because of the relationship that was built and that was continued on Zoom. And and Janan is a very relational person, and uh, you'll get a. It'll be a great opportunity to learn from somebody who's doing uh, major relationship building through significantly large nonprofits securing multiple million dollars every year.
0: That's great. Um, so then on a Tuesday, August the 31st, you are back with us to talk about donor acquisition.
1: Yeah, I'm going to talk about acquisition. I'm probably going to talk a little bit about keeping them too. Um, (laughs) We'll talk about the need to continually be filling up uh, our funnel with new donors that that we bring in new people. Donors will die, move away. I think the average nonprofit uh, is needing to replace at least 55% of their donors every year. Um, I'd love for you to be above average and not need to replace that many, but it's still a significant number no matter who you are. And we need some significant strategies on how, how do we acquire a new donor each year. Um, And it doesn't have to be super expensive. Like it sometimes is.
0: That's great. And then um, September 7th, which is again, a Tuesday, Tuesday is our day. We are going to have Jenny Smith here talking about moves management. Tell us about Jenny.
1: That's great. Well, I'm not going to admit to you how long it was uh, into my development career until I understood what moves management meant, but uh, it is a significant topic because we don't want, our, we don't want to bring in a $100 donor and have a $100 donor for their entire lifespan in the, uh, in the organization. So actually, it's going to tie into what Janan talks about with relationships. And then how do you move a donor from, from that first gift to their second gift to recurring gifts all the way up the pyramid till they get to a estate giving um, and and how do we how do we manage that as as staff folks uh, in this and and how do we just uh, the life cycle of the donor through the organization in a in a systematic way we need to not just get lucky uh, we need to we need to be making this happen in our organizations and I should also tell you a little bit about Jenny she's got a master's in organizational leadership uh, she's been with our firm I, I'm going to lose track of time, but a number of years she comes out of higher education, uh, where I think higher education probably does moves management better than any other segment of the nonprofit world. So Jenny has a lot to bring to that topic.
0: Great. And then September 14th, we are going to be doing wealth screening research with Evan Moylan. Tell us about Evan.
1: So Evan, uh, Comes out of an outdoor ministry background and executive leadership, as well as working for a large social service organization in the Texas area. In fact, uh, one of the largest social service organizations in the state of Texas. Uh, and and Evan uh, Evan keeps us current on trends. Evan also um, loves what we can pull together to make us better at what we do. And and well screening research is one of those tools. Um, it well screening will help us. Uh, we'll target our activity um, where there's great potential, but not a close affinity with the organization. We know that we need to work on that affinity uh, where there is close affinity and there's more potential. We need to not you know, leave money on the table. We need to encourage people to make the best gifts to our organizations based on who they are and what their capacities are. And, and Evan can bring some research, all publicly available research. Uh, we're not invading anybody's privacy with what we bring, um, but it's a chance to get to know our donors differently um, to, to help them have the best relationship with our organization
0: as possible. Great. And then September the 21st, we're going to be talking about donor recognition with Paul Marsh.
1: Yeah, Paul uh, lives out in Colorado. He's worked with a number of nonprofits. Uh, he, he's also got the, the one person shop experience as well. Um, and, and there's nobody I've ever met that cares more about their donors than Paul does. And, and Paul uh, can talk about not, not just recognition of a donor, but meaningful recognition um, to, to build a deeper connection with the organization. Um, and so we're, we're not talking about sending, you know, mailing address labels <laughs> to people. We're talking about uh, recognition that, that builds people's relationship closer to the organization. And, and Paul can, can walk us through those steps.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, one of the things I've heard Paul say is, how we bring donors and beneficiaries together. And I think we're going to explore some of that and I'm excited. And then September the 28th, we're turning the tables a little bit. You're going to be hosting and I'm going to be interviewed um, for that one. And we're going to be talking about storytelling Um, in particular, a model that I've developed called saga storytelling, um, that talks about the change, the agent of change, the gift and the ask. And it's a model that I've used throughout my career, um, and found incredibly helpful and successful. Um, it actually makes everything else. I do a lot easier, quite frankly. Um, and so I'm looking forward to sharing that with our listeners on the 28th of September. And I appreciate you hosting.
1: It'll be fun to switch seats. Uh, And, and as we talk about storytelling, when, when we talk about year-round year development efforts, this is the key piece. We're not asking for money all the time. We're, we're investing these stories into the lives of our donors. And then if you want to take the fundraising hat off, like this is, this is where we acquire new people to care about organizations, whether that's a membership model, whether, whether it's, you know, board of directors, what, you know, across spectrums we need to know our story. We need to quit telling people just what we do and telling people the impact of what we do. And you do that better than anybody I've met, Mitzi, and I'm excited for you to share that with our listeners.
0: So Tuesday is going to be our day, our drop day. And during each episode, this is what you can expect. Tell them, Mike.
1: We're going to bring to the table three questions around each topic. And our, our consultants are our, our guest speakers, which we'll also bring into this will address and answer these three critical questions to help you grow generosity to your organization.
0: Yeah. And we are, we're all quite frankly, very action oriented people. And so together we're making a promise to you, our listeners, that we will get action oriented advice out to you through this podcast so that you can implement it after every episode We won't take up a ton of your time and we will pack it full of helpful, actionable advice.
1: So we're going to be generous with our knowledge and and generous to give you more time in your day that you're not just listening to our podcast, but you can then take the action steps and implement.
0: Exactly. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome, Mike. Thanks for the idea. Thanks for the vision and um, listeners. Thank you for being here. Um, Be sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you are listening for the first time so that when those Tuesday um, episodes drop, they are auto-populated into your favorite podcast feed. And if you want to learn more about the Center for Generosity, it's going to launch um, publicly on September the 1st. You can visit centerforgenerosity.com. And you'll be able to subscribe there to make sure that you get on our mailing list and get notice for when um, the center is open for real and you have complete access to that. So go ahead and visit, um, visit us today and subscribe so we know you're listening. And the center does open September 1st. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about the cost?
1: There's a couple different plans. Uh, if you just wanna join as yourself, it's $55 a month. The first month is free as long as you uh, join in September. Uh, we'll give you the first uh, 30 days free. Uh, if you have a team of, of more than just you, a group of two to five can join for $100 a month. Uh, you can cancel anytime. there's discounts if you uh, pay for the whole year at a time. Um, if you have more than five people you wanna bring into this, you should simply send me an email and we will talk about what that looks like for your organization.
0: That's great. And we'll put Mike's email in the show notes. We'll also put a link to the um, coming soon page to the Center for Generosity page so that you can find that. And if you happen to be listening um, after September 1st and it's already live, you'll be able to get access to that as well. All right. Thanks, Mike, for being here. Thanks, listeners, for today. And we will be back with you on August the 24th. Take care.